One, two, one, two. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the thesis version of Opening Set, a podcast about DJ culture. This is King Most, you know, hopefully a voice you get to be familiar with the next couple of weeks. This is the intro thesis-like uh, episode of the podcast. We'll kind of give you a rundown of what to expect and what we talk about. As you'll find out in the next few episodes, I always kind of open each episode of saying the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, not good stuff, and kind of go from there. On the microphone, actually he's my producer, but this one he's on the microphone, very rare. John Reyes. What up, what up? Thank you for uh, being so patient. <laughs> it's been a fun journey, man. Yeah, and I'm kind of glad we do this after the fact. We did 10 episodes to kind of look back and figure out what we just did. So. Nine episodes for season one. Say what? Nine episodes. Nine, not season- ten? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, nine guests for season one. Okay, nine. Damn. I think one of the reasons why we're doing this also is kind of give you a framework of why I even did this and also what you can expect on each episode. Straight out, I really want to create you know a product that gives DJ culture kind of academic journalistic approach. Um, I think there's a lot of stories that you will hear that are really insightful, amazing, sometimes bittersweet, sometimes, you know, very positive. I think it's important to document that. Since I've been a DJ my whole life, I think there's a lot of stories that haven't been recorded properly yet. So that's kind of where this is at. And also kind of exercise kind of my own personal hangups and just the kind of roadblocks that creative people have in general. And it's definitely been super helpful doing this. So it's equally cathartic and hopefully it's also equally educational to the people checking in and listening every week. Yeah, definitely. For myself, uh, I've been a DJ the past 10 years. Being in the room during these conversations has been both enlightening and uh, very inspiring. I've actually left this room to go to a gig and I've played my heart out just because <laughs> hearing uh, just a veteran DJ talk about their story in the game. It's been a fun process these past nine episodes. There's a void in the space for DJs being able to share their stories, mm-hmm. having a platform where they can talk about their careers and long form. It's been one of the most valuable aspects for me. Yeah, I think also the fact that I can sit down with people I've known for years and years and we can have a conversation outside of a nightclub where yeah. nightclubs are loud. And we yeah. talk about, I've asked, you know, everything from, you know, it's a tough having a family, friendship, children, religion, uh, substance abuse or staying sober, those type of things. The financial future for themselves, but also kind of, you know, with some guests kind of look back and kind of film the holes and start figuring out that some people did stuff that was really unprecedented for the time. And you get to peek behind the curtain because again, DJs, we unfortunately only put up, only floss the big trophies, never like the everyday mundane things. I think that- practice. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is like one of the bigger ideas to propel me to do this. If we want the general public to respect DJs, respect the art form more, we have to like let them understand that we're regular people as well and we're not just people that stand on stage you know make a bunch of money and go home and that's it there's a whole thinking there's a there's a craft there's dedication there's a lot of kind of not so cool things happening so again if i'm trying to better dj culture and contribute something to it hopefully it's the general public understand that there's more to us than what is uh, usually shared do you want to give them a rundown on the guests we have lined up for season one yeah i think just looking at this lineup i'm just like damn i'm not exaggerating when i say every single episode was just great and again walking away like wow that new insight on djing first up is my man jay espinoza neil armstrong morse code xl d sharp amir 
Rich Medina, Nina Soul, and Darling Chuck. As you could tell by the list I just said, it's a very diverse uh, lineup of DJs, different points in a career, different styles, different practices, different parts of the country. Yeah, so I think, again, that's another thing. When I started out doing this podcast, I wanted to record as many different voices as possible. To, again, to give like a really accurate and truthful 360 of DJ life, it wasn't just one type of DJ that does one type of format at one type of space. It's DJs, again, at different levels in their craft. How long have you been DJing, Patrick? I DJed my seventh grade dance. Okay. <laughs> and I'm in my 30s now. So I've been DJing longer than I haven't been. If I have questions and things to work out and wonder about DJing, then I think probably the general public does for sure. And also other DJs as well. Mm-hmm. You know? How would you describe yourself as a DJ? You know, I don't know for sure, but I think to borrow a phrase I have with another DJ, I speak many languages when it comes to DJing. Mm. And that many languages are, you know, the club DJ, the digging for obscure records, the uh, doing a lot of private and corporate and wedding DJs, mixtape production, throwing events, pretty much every aspect I think. Oh, scratching a lot. So this is also another space to kind of gel all those kind of different interests and start asking questions, you know, different questions to different people about all those things. Yeah. Do you see yourself stopping anytime soon? Um, but you know, uh, we were just talking about Peter Pan syndrome. Yes and no. I will. I think I'm always going to be DJing at some point. Again, I've been doing it forever, but I don't know. And I think that's one of the questions I always ask the guests, like, where do you see yourself next? And sometimes guests give a very rosy, like kind of response, like, oh, I'm going to start production or, you know, yeah. oh, I don't know. I'll just do my thing. And some guests are like, yo, there's no old timers days for DJs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And, and the guest who said that is like a very well-established DJ. So to have, again, a very pessimistic response on one and then a very like carefree response on the other it's like damn no one really knows but that's kind of the cards we're dealt with in taking this kind of lifestyle on yeah you know hopefully our takeaway from doing this project Uh you know together is that it helps us define what we look to get out of this career Mm -hmm. that we've kind of chosen Mm -hmm. and also hopefully inspire other people that are either in the game looking to get into the game Mm -hmm. just to enlighten you know and hopefully keep folks pushing on yeah that's that's when you said takeaway because that was my thing too it's like I want to answer a lot of questions I have about something that I know very very well yeah i think takeaways on that other djs can have takeaway that hey we can talk about more things and just highlights and um you know i I mean let me just tell you real quick how i started this whole idea behind this i was djing in miami and i also had to do another party in tampa called oh dirty sundays and this is not a slight to the party because actually it's for the best and on instagram or social media i was like oh i can't wait to promote the miami party because miami's cool and then i was had a dilemma about oh promoting the tampa party because tampa isn't seen as like the sexy market Mm -hmm. so the miami gigs were okay yeah didn't admit that the tampa gig was the shit people came up to me afterwards like thank you for coming out we appreciate you you're from san francisco tell us more about it it was the type of welcoming that we don't really get or give in large cities Mm -hmm. and it made me really realize like holy shit we only create this narrative where it's just the highlights and i'm like i got sick of that shit yeah so i was like how do i change that 
And I originally thought, oh, it'd be cool to do like a traveling like TV series. I'm like, yo, that's just mad expensive and out of my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But like, let me tone it down and let me do a podcast. Yeah. That's what that is. Like, let's start opening up and let's start sharing things. Yeah. And it's kind of reflective of what a lot of us do after gigs anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the two o'clock, the two you know. two o'clock talking shop. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's this too. There's a lot of that, you yeah. know, whether, whether at the bar or at the after hours diner. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of that too. That's all these things. Now that we're talking about it, it's like this has multiple purposes, I hope at least, to, yeah. to listeners. So, yeah. Well, thanks for letting me be a part of this project. Dude, thank you for holding my hand <laughs> and being mad patient <laughs> and just, I think we're having drinks we're like watching a Warriors game or something yeah, yeah. and I mentioned the idea and you're like yo let me produce it yeah. and I was like what like oh, I, okay right on man so yeah it's called opening set we're gonna drop nine weeks of great interviews uh, that's season one like once again it's Jay Espinosa Neil Armstrong Morse Code Excel D Sharp Amir Rich Medina Nina Soul Darling Chuck and then we're gonna probably do season two and we'll see from there the fall yeah again these are kind of like more academic and documentarian not so much going on forever it's I feel when I think the questions are answered and stories have been collected, then we'll kind of put it to rest. But in the meantime, yeah, just out there and collecting more stories. Opening Set Podcast is kind of our handle for Instagram, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and also iTunes. Very easy places to find and discover podcasts. You can also email us directly at openingsetpodcast at gmail. Any questions or concerns or maybe your potential guest, you want to hit us up, let us know. Um, you can find me, respectively, I go at KingMost. Find me on Instagram under H-E-Y, KingMost. Same with SoundCloud, MixCloud, etc. John Reyes goes by Stank Palmer, S-T-A-N-K-P-A-L-M-E-R across all platforms. Yes, sir. And you can check me out on uh, my website, my internet home at johnreyes.me. Dot me. Dot me. That's, that's still up, huh? That's still Wait, up. Wait, what was the thing Apple took down? Like pages or some shit? I don't know. See, this is kind yeah. of where the podcast go. We just start. We start talking. Yeah. Who do you think has our data? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the club got your data. Really? The Jaquan yeah. Tipsy. Oh, no. Millennial. The, 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 yeah, the millennial version of Jaquan Tipsy. You still play that song? I play it. Fuck no. I play it. That song is washed, bro. I play it. Okay. I actually get into bass with my little DJ friends about how that song is kind of corny but then i play corny shit yeah, all, i mean we all play corny we shit. all we all got our crap like i played Mally hot in here and, and i know i don't that. play that oh you're above that huh i'm, I'm above that but not above mims or uh, uh, jake Wan. yeah how dare you <laughs> mims is uh this is why i'm hot yeah who i sometimes mistake for uh young jock yeah same oh, era same tempo yeah all that stuff we talked about it. i've that's a big gap in the culture